Hi everyone and welcome to episode 11 already of the Vanley Expert Talks. It's the first episode of the new year and we're not streaming live anymore on our social media um, because we want to make sure to have the best quality for the podcast and don't have any technical issues. But if you still have questions, you can ask them to me directly on Twitter. Um, so you can find me uh, via the Venly account. I just made a post where you can Click through to my profile and and yeah, just shoot me your questions for our guests. Um, as a reminder, why we do this, why is this podcast uh, here is to inspire the next generation of Web3 builders with great stories by great minds. And a great mind that we have with us here today is Sergey Kunz, the co-founder of One Inch Network. And we'll talk about the future of DeFi and what the tools will be for mass adoption. So thank you very much, Sergey, for being here with us. Can you give uh, first a little bit of background about yourself, about your life and your background in crypto? Hi, Anya. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Sergey. Um, I'm living in Germany, Stuttgart, uh, the city of Porsche. <laughs> um, I, was, I was working previously also for Porsche AG, um, was like a DevOps engineer and a security expert. I uh, was working uh, in the last, like, let's just say, like 60 years and uh, different startups. I built my own company for the aggregation uh, of telecommunication services, like SMS, HLRs. And uh, so it's, it's, aggregation is actually nothing new for me. Um, so, yeah, I was working also in some other aggregators, like uh, product aggregators, um, which serves just the uh, products where you can buy the products. And, uh, yeah, I, I collected a lot of experience. And uh, one day I, I, I met Anton and um, uh, we started to participate uh, on hackathons. A uh, short time before we were like streaming on the live streams and on YouTube, like three, four, up to eight hours at one, one piece uh, by doing security audits of uh, smart contracts. And so I, so I jumped in, into the crypto space uh, more deeply before I was like minor, <laughs> had like wow. really huge cool. money farm in Germany. And what year was this? Um, farming was the uh, end of 2017 um, and 2018. I stopped some one day where it was not, not uh, profitable anymore. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, the story is like, <laughs> yeah, I started to, to work, like to, 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 to travel around the globe of Anton. Great, great software engineer and architecture experience, which I collect in the last 16 years, 17 years, uh, together with Anton, which has similar uh, experience, but in different fields. I'm like fully full stack, like, from backend to front and to DevOps to uh, cybersecurity. Uh, we participate in the hackathons almost every month. <laughs> so, and like uh, ETH Global Hackathon, like the Zoom the first hackathon where I met uh, Vitalik Buterin. Uh, um, it was really cool to, to, to speak with such great people. And uh, yeah, we just continue to do that. And uh, we participated on almost more than 20 hackathons around the globe, like South, in, uh, South Africa, Indian, New York, Boston, Denver, <laughs> uh, Belarus. Uh, 
Uh, in Japan, we were like also with, with, with some some friends as well. It was like um, the Japan travel was like uh, about the DevCon. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, it was like traveling around the globe, meet great people, and we, we, we built a really great network. And uh, most of these people we met, uh, are our friends right now, are also core contributors in one each network. Yeah. A lot of people who, are, who were sitting in New York uh, on a table where I was sitting and writing one each together with Anton, those people are, are working with us here for, and building one each. Cool. That's a great story. And and how did you come up with the ID for one inch? And and when was this? So uh, we we were traveling around the globe and we we, we built many uh, different things. So for example, in South Africa, we built a live decentralized live streaming platform where you pay for each kilobyte by using state channels. Uh, we built a QR uh, token, which is like uh, airdrops, but in real world. And some other things, uh, but to the idea of one inch of, of the aggregation itself, yeah, among different liquid sources, we came on the hackathon. Uh, most of our ideas came on the hackathon because, yeah, like, we, we we tried to to feel uh, what what is what is in the air <laughs> yeah, by by speaking by speaking with, for example, Vitalik Buterin. I was speaking with also with uh, Hayden Adams in, in New York. She was next near of my table, and I, <laughs> I catch them, <laughs> and we, we we were talking all about um, um, the Uniswap protocol. And I told him that I have this idea to to aggregate, and to, so they are cool. That's great. Vitalik also said it's a really cool idea. Uh, also, the organizer of ETH Global, the uh, Liam, he uh, I guess Liam Horns, he said this this is the next big thing. But I'm not sure if it's really possible to build it. <laughs> so, and I said said to him, uh, "I will deliver it." Okay. And I really didn't didn't sleep over <laughs> over over the uh, uh, the night. So, like over forty hours, forty or something. <laughs> uh, it was a really funny story. I, I, I wanted to 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 sleep. Like the the, the co-founder of uh, Tornado Cash, uh, uh, Ro- Roman Stone, Roman Stone, was sitting uh, next next near of me yeah. on the table and said. Sergey, you need to sleep. <laughs> and that's, I, I have seen um, uh, uh, air bed, yeah, next year of my place, and I thought this is like a bed from organizers, and I just tried to use that. But uh, after five minutes, one guy came to me and and wake me up and said, "What are you doing in the bed of my girlfriend?" <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. No way. <laughs> so I had no chance to sleep and just 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 leave it. At the end, um, the room behind me started to change <laughs> because of like uh, sleepless, uh, like forty hours sleepless. Um, yeah, yeah. And to, to the idea itself, um, Anton had the idea to build a page where you see all um, liquidity sources like Uniswap. Uh, what was there? Uh, Kyber, uh, Banker, and you you see the best rate uh, on, mm-hmm. on which yeah you see you see the best uh, exchange with the best rate and you select it and exchange. But I I, I suggested to Anton to build. Uh, I'm really very bad in algorithms. Yeah, independent from them that, that the current mm-hmm. algorithm is written by me by myself and it's the best right now on the market. <laughs> Um, but this is like, you know, like collecting ideas from Anton and uh, our tech team, like Michael, for example, as well, uh, Melik. 
uh, and just building a prototype and giving this prototype to other contributors to 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 make it more efficient. I suggested to him to build an algorithm. I had just a feeling. I, I have I have no like bachelor degree or master degree or uh, high mathematical uh, knowledge. Uh, I'm just software software engineer and uh, and software architect uh, based on my experience. Yeah, in the last years, uh, but I had this feeling that. It makes sense to split among different liquidity sources, yeah, and finding out where, is, where, mm-hmm. how much should be exchanged to to achieve best rate in a summary in a sum, yeah, yeah. And he he went like for, for two hours and come back with a uh, first first prototype of algorithm it was written also in smart contract. Nowadays it's running on on more than three hundred servers, <laughs> the algorithm. It's uh, highly complex right now um, mm-hmm. because there are like only Ethereum twenty five thousand liquidity sources. Yeah, uh, and, and in 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 the first days of one inch, it was like only f- four protocols with maybe 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 hundreds of uh, liquidity sources, like smart contracts. So, uh, and what we did, we we split it among liquidity sources. Right now, we are we are doing more. We are we are like a Google Navig- Navigator from. From uh, Stuttgart to New York, yeah, for example, yeah, it's like uh, you 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 have a lot of packages, yeah, and you need to deliver these packages from Stuttgart to New York, but you can use multiple ways, yeah. So right now we are using multiple markets. So we, if you exchange Ethereum to USDC, for example, mm-hmm. we exchange Ethereum maybe to Bitcoin and Bitcoin to Dai, and then to USDC. In parallel, we we Part of this uh, full amount of, of your Ethereum tokens, we exchange maybe directly to 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 USDC, and also through USDT market and maybe other markets, yeah, maybe through one each token as, as well as connector yeah. token. This is getting more complex, but the idea just yeah. we came to the idea on the hackathon, and uh, I suggested to Anto to build such algorithms. He built, I, I built uh, the UI in a parallel. And at the end of the hackathon, we had fully working version, fully working prototype. And Liam, wow. the, the, the organizer from, from ETH Global, when I showed him that the algorithm saved uh, like 20, 30 percentages. He was completely convinced. <laughs> because, because this is the next big thing. Yeah? <laughs> and it was, and it is the, the, really the, the big thing here uh, in, in DeFi from one point of view. We introduce aggregation in, in DeFi, which improves the user experience, yeah, a lot. Exactly, and and now we 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 I think we explained what One Inch does. Um, but for for the listener, the one that doesn't yet know what One Inch does or can't uh, put his finger to it, how would you pitch One Inch today as a product to somebody that doesn't know One Inch yet? Yeah, everyone is using aggregator, yeah, right now. Google, uh, you have Booking.com to to find a hotel. You are not going to every of these hotels yeah. website and compare the rates. You are using aggregator. So, and one inch uh, in the first step is uh, it's a DeFi aggregator. So you don't have to go to every decentralized exchange like Uniswap or somewhere. You can just use uh, one inch, and uh, it reduces all the costs when you swap on one inch, and the swap goes through Uniswap, for example. You you save on the transaction cost because mm-hmm. our implementation of the router, yeah, this of the swap router is high, yeah, more efficient. So it means it's just a, compared to the real world, yeah, this is like 
an aggregator um, compared to Booking.com, Google, Uber, whatever, yeah, um, yeah. and offer you the best uh, user yeah. experience and, and uh, safe, it, it save time and money for you. Great. Yeah, it's a really great, understandable pitch. And uh, I must say, I'm, I'm a user of OneInch and the user experience is great. So um, it's completely true what you what you say. Uh, so that's that, that's awesome to hear. And um, like there, there was one really quote from Sandeep in one of our podcasts and he's, he said, we need to make blockchain invisible. And if we still talk about what chain is best in five years, we have failed as an industry. Um, how, what, what is the vision of one inch to make exchanges cross chain and chains invisible? Are you there yet? Or h- how do you envision this for the future user? Yeah, right now you for sure you can combine all all the uh, liquidity sources uh, like all the multiple chains uh, uh, by using a custodian service. Yeah, so but this is this is not the matter of DeFi. Uh, DeFi is mm-hmm. about uh, composability and yeah non-custodian implementation from our point of view. So and to yeah. to implement uh, atomic swaps through multiple chains. It's uh, very difficult. Uh, there are some risks. So, for example, you transfer mm-hmm. through a bridge to Polygon and swap on Polygon. The transfer takes 40 minutes, potentially. <laughs> and this is, this is too, too long because the price can change. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, that's why, uh, actually, um, uh, in, in one inch, also in other aggregat- aggregators, uh, there are market makers integrated. They, they just also... Uh, po- po- kind of provide liquidity uh, for for swaps, and um, they actually do the, this job. Uh, um, theoretically, we can offer very soon uh, swapping on Ethereum and getting the token on Polygon through market maker. This this potentially could could be awesome. Yeah. Um, so direct swaps, like maybe swap and transfer, is is fine. Yeah, you swap on Ethereum and you transfer to Polygon. You you find that you're mm-hmm. waiting like thirty minutes for for the tokens, but um, everything else is very 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 risky. Uh, so you can uh, the transaction can fail because you 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 will not get the minimum return amount, uh, or you if you set higher price which you lose potentially like 10 percentages or something like that this is this highly risky but i see in the future yeah. layer two solution for scaling yeah from one point of view there's no need for a lot of change like uh minus smart chain which is just a copy of ethereum yeah? <laughs> with with a proof of authority implementation the same for gnosis chain or xdi yeah? um and, and some others, they, they are not solving yeah. any problems with that. Yeah. So that, that they like use uh, old technology, which is existing since, since like three years. Uh, this uh, proof of authority. Um, it, this is this is not a game changer. Game changer is moving Ethereum right now to a proof of stake. Yeah. By using the validators, which are we are actually planned for Ethereum 2.0. So we are away from the miners and this not yeah. f- efficient uh, proof of work mining. And then you make on top of that just layer two, like for for example, ZK Sync, yeah? Uh, optimistic uh, roll-up or Arbitrum, from my point of view, this is not really the, the, the kind of uh, final solution. Final solution could be uh, this ZK, ZK Sync from the Meta Labs, where everything is already proven, 
Yeah. So in optimism, you, they think that everything is okay. If someone lies, then there's seven days period of time where can someone can just provide proofs that someone, yeah, I don't know, uh, lies. Yeah. And as you can think, it's not mm-hmm. possible. And it's already in uh, alpha testing and very soon also in the main um, uh, net. And uh, they promise 25,000 uh, TPS. It's a lot. And they can scale. Yeah. Ethereum, I guess Ethereum 2.0 was around okay. planned for 4,000 TPS, yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe a little bit more later. But Ethereum 2.0 is like about sharding, and sharding architecture is different to the current architecture of uh, Ethereum because uh, you need to rethink everything. Yeah, you cannot execute any more atomic transactions. So you cannot just like what we are doing right now, swap on Uniswap balancer curve. And if uh, the return amount is uh, not enough because the, the price changed in the transaction time, uh, the transaction is reverted after that. So this is not possible in uh, sharded blockchain. If you use different shards, it's asynchronously, yeah? And you cannot revert uh, some of the mm-hmm. internal transactions. And this is really a huge problem of Ethereum 2.0 from my point of view. That's why we need just Ethereum 1.5 and with this proof of stake and layer 2 <laughs> on top. Also, I guess Anton, my co-founder, was talking to Vitalik in Paris last year in summer about that. And Vitalik also said Layer 2 is a really yeah. good solution. Yeah. And uh, SNARKs, yeah, kind of um, ZK knowledge proofs. Uh, it's a good technology to run side, like Layer layer 2 solutions. Uh, also in composable, composable manner, so everyone can deploy there. What we see already on Optimism, for example, right now, uh, but with really a small amount of traction from my point of view on Optimism Arbitrum. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, when it's layer two, highly uh, sc- scalable kind of, if we have like 20,000 TPS and we have yeah. all the projects also deployed on layer two with uh, fully EVM compatibility, then this is like, a, it's not alternative of Ethereum, this is an upgrade of Ethereum. So and this is not different, and we have we have still huge community. There are some blockchains like Solana and some others like Near. They say, yeah, we we need a new chain, yeah. But Near at the end, yeah, uh, released with a, a um, additional team, Aurora, which is just uh, EVM uh, on top of uh, Near blockchain. Yeah, like blockchain in a blockchain. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, yeah, that's a good, good vision and um, good insights as well on, on, on the market and where we're going, where we should go. Um, there's one question that I personally, but we also at Vanley get a lot, is um, even if we see like DeFi usage going through the roof and the number of wallets interacting with DeFi products is just exponentially growing, so we see more and more people going to DeFi. But then um, why do you think that a lot of, um, um, I would say retail investor or corporates that have a lot of cash um, on their bank accounts don't or aren't in DeFi yet where you, where you see APY returns of 10 to 12%. Is Do you think that's because of regulation or is it too complex for them to access to those DeFi products or is it not safe enough? Why do you think that is? Um, I guess this is like uh, um, in early... Uh... Compared to, to the earliest uh, days of uh, internet, yeah, uh, and computers, personal computers, yeah, people were mm-hmm. also thinking, "Wow, 
this is like only for for people who are like <laughs> like yeah can take it yeah geeks yeah and uh, <laughs> but the adoption will come for sure yeah right now i try also to onboard like friends uh, also to, from the family and i see that they they um, don't understand how it works this is really difficult for them to understand how it works yeah that how it is possible that i have my money on my, my in my pocket yeah i own the the, the, the tokens, yeah, because mm-hmm. there are some custodian servers they do onboarding, like I guess Cello and uh, some others um, who offer also, I guess also lending, but it's in custodian manner. Also, I guess Compound and uh, Compound uh, Coinbase plan to to offer mm-hmm. also lending on Compound and Aave. What I heard, but they have some problems with regulators, yeah, and regulators for sure they have kind of. They would like to regulate because they they try to protect the people. I understand them fully. Yeah, I, I also think uh, like compliant DeFi is also one of the topics which uh, which which is is coming this year for sure. We are also working on kind of compliance DeFi with One Edge Pro. Um, we are also institutions can work because a lot of banks they are very interested to 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 work uh in DeFi to provide liquidity uh and, imagine, and yeah. for people yeah uh normal people <laughs> in europe yeah here in germany <laughs> when you have more than fifty thousand euros on, on your bank account you pay uh negative interest interest rate zero dot five percentages this Indeed. is insane yeah yeah and i think yeah uh people will come to, yeah. to the point that they will understand it uh more adoption will come um, because also the user experience is, uh, is is getting better and better, yeah. Compared to 2019, also my first my first reaction when I opened uh, MetaMask, I, I thought, "What the fuck is that? <laughs> what 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 is that? Why is this incredibly bad implemented uh, user experience?" Yeah, but um, it's getting better. Yeah, there are more wallets. We we, we also release own wallet because we we didn't find the wallet which we love to use which is like flexible and kind of offer uh, cool, cool features uh also protect the people yeah from like losing money yeah it's, it's getting better and it will come maybe, maybe in 10 years maybe yeah we will see i hope yeah. i hope sooner but you know what what what, what are yeah. 10 years <laughs> think back and, uh, 10 years ago yeah like uh 2012 um I guess it was like my first touch point with, with um, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and a little bit mining on the on my MacBook. <laughs> um, like you know, ten years, nothing. Yeah, I, I have the feeling that everything is is gonna go so much faster than in the times of the internet because with the internet, that was the time that we built all those all those media channels and communication channels, and now we have them and we have all those platforms like GitHub to to have open source code, et cetera. So I hope it's going to go faster. Uh, but I'm, I'm also agree with you that we're still early as long as the regulators don't figure out yet how, how to regulate uh, the DeFi space. It's still, yeah, it's still very early. I also saw on your website that, um, so one inch has a DAO and, and so the one inch token, is, is that the token that gives you, um, let's say that, that makes you part of the DAO and, how so my biggest question on the DAO is for the listeners that want to build a DAO, how did you set up that DAO and why did you go for a DAO? So um the um, yeah the um, 
we have we have an entity uh, this is one inch foundation this is an independent independent uh, non-profit organization which uh, created okay. the token yeah and uh, distributed mm-hmm. um, among uh, people who already used the protocols yeah and um, the idea for the token itself was actually to use it in uh, as a utility token in uh, in the in, in one protocol which is not yet released, we are working on that still. Uh, actually, the plan was to release it in December, but we had some problems here with security audits uh, because like, it's difficult to, to get some uh, good security audits. And we release normally with like at least eight security audits from different companies yeah, to ensure that everything is safe. Um, the idea was yeah. to use this token as a kind of insurance token in this special protocol, which is also one one new innovation in, in DeFi space. Um, but we came to the idea when we built our liquidity protocol over two, two weeks, we came just to an idea how to protect the people from front-running attacks, what is happening all the time right now on Uniswap. Um, we introduced uh, virtual balances, uh, which protects the people from and decay period is like a period when, when it's possible to swap back. Uh, so it's not possible to front run any people anymore on our liquidity protocol. And we came to the idea that mm, the mm-hmm. fee in the pool uh, and some, some other settings should be set by someone. We, we, we develop everything in kind of permissionless manner and uh, in the manner that there's no administrator and no upgrade process behind that. So we thought, who should set these settings? And we came to the idea we, we should maybe introduce instant governance. This is a kind of first step of this uh, our governance system where uh, every token holder can stake the one-ish tokens and has kind of uh, a ticket to to also uh, manage these fees. For example, there's a pool Ethereum 1-inch and uh, the people can vote for maybe one percentage fee in the pool. Yeah? By staking 1-inch token, getting the voting rights and doing that. The next step was to introduce um, a snapshot so uh, mm-hmm. people can create proposals. Maybe one team would like to join the core contributors uh, and build maybe additional product and uh, the DAO would like to accept that and maybe provide also uh, a grant, uh, which is right now happening through Foundation. So if someone applies for a grant, Foundation review that. Yeah, we a core contributor need to also to review that and give you feedback. Uh, how we see it, uh, and uh, someone can just get maybe one hundred thousand dollars one each tokens to build maybe a new protocol. Yeah, uh, we have already two 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 teams working on on, on some ideas. Uh, actually, three. Cool. And and for people that are interested, as on a website, you can easily apply for a grant. Yeah. Uh, via the one inch website, right? It's a uh, um... one inch uh, This. Uh, there's a form you can just fill it. You can also apply with with just a tool. For example, parsing a transaction. Yeah. So you you you, you can maybe this one guy who also got a, a a grant. He he built a tool, a library which can parse a transaction on a blockchain and can say what's what happened in the transaction. That for example, one each transaction that one part was exchanged on Uniswap, the other part on on um, 
uh, on market maker and maybe in the middle somewhere we had a small uh, incident where uh, maybe one of the exchanges uh, failed. So you can see it and you can analyze all the transactions. This is really useful for the developers, uh, okay. for all developers, yeah, uh, not for only one inch developers. Also for the people, for the users, uh, it's uh, visual better to understand what happened in the transaction, yeah. That's that's cool. So in and right now we have a treasury. Uh, in this treasury, we have almost five millions of dollars since like two two months collected from from the protocols. So prot- protocol generates some. Yeah, it's almost five. Yeah, uh, the aggregation protocol generates some some revenue stream. <clears throat> the re- revenue stream goes to the DAO directly to the treasury of DAO, and the DAO uh, manages this. Yeah. So everyone who stake one inch tokens on Ethereum, they get a voting right and can create proposals, can get delegations from other users. Um, and uh, yeah, for example, someone can uh, propose to spend five minutes of dollars for charity for children, maybe. Uh, and if the uh, community agrees, mm-hmm. then a transaction would be executed uh, on, on the treasury. And uh, um, so... Um, this is the step, step two of the, of the governance, and um, and this treasury, the DAO is also able to add new modules to the network. So it's like mod, modular system, the one inch network. Um, it can be added. The, the mm-hmm. new protocols can be added. Uh, one thing what what is not possible by the DAO is to 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 manage the uh, user interface, the website itself, because we are living in the real world, yeah, and uh, and the DAO is yeah, it's a DAO. It's a lot of people, and there's no entity behind that. Yeah, we need a, a vehicle uh, to uh, to work with the real world, and um, for that there's a foundation. A foundation serves the front end. Yeah, there are contributors who write the the, the UI code. There's an extra team, front end team for that, and. Um, and contribute and deploy the front end, but the, the front end is served by the foundation. Uh, and when a DAO suggests yeah. something, uh, then potentially foundation would agree on that depends on the legal uh, state because there, there are also some risks for, for the foundation itself. For example, to open USA. <laughs> so USA was restricted from the beginning in the terms, yeah. then... Um, uh, there was a requirement from some uh, lawyer advisors uh, of the foundation that uh, uh, more strict protection should be implemented. So the contributors implemented this USA um, uh, restriction. So uh, because there are some risks, yeah. So um, SEC, for example, they are looking. They're right now fighting with you. So what I heard, so they this suit them something like that. Um, yeah, and um, oh. you know, like this, this is really terrible. Yeah, this is like stopping these innovations, and and um, and the foundation don't like to to have any troubles. Um, and yeah, 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 and that's why, like, you they know, don't like, indeed, <laughs> we we came to the idea to build the one inch pro and try to get the the right licenses. Um, we're like, and Anton. Uh, and some of the core contributors, uh, we plan to build uh, yeah, kind of regulate yeah. 
um, company, then we can go to US, US as well and offer US service. Also other countries uh, and using also some institutions who would potentially provide liquidity or also maybe use the uh, algorithm to exchange tokens or maybe banks in the future can use Vanish Pro to exchange euro to US dollars or to Singapore dollars, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, just everything is possible, but we need yeah. the kind of compliance layer. Yeah, we need the compliance layer. It should be also regulated in terms of Indeed. specific yeah. license should be um, there. But also there's same same problem uh, as for other uh, companies like ours as well. Um, there are really less amount of uh, right licenses there because they, this is something new for them, and they 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 really. They mm-hmm. don't have a solution right now. We can apply for a specific license, but if you not fulfill something because we are not, not doing that, uh, then it makes no sense to, to apply for a license for that. So, But this is like another topic. This is like this one niche pro. This is more, it's still uh, non-custodian, but, it's, but it's, it's about also KYC and ML. Yeah. And also like, we yeah. think also it makes it makes sense to introduce uh, right now in DeFi uh, kind of identity, maybe NFT. So you can have an own NFT. This is your pa- passport, yeah, kind of in, in DeFi. No one can read it, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, if you got verified by some validators, I call it, um, you can maybe use specific services, like maybe this. Soon, one inch pro service, and you can only use the service when you pass KYC process on specific uh, companies, yeah, which provide this KYC. Maybe Fireblocks, maybe maybe one inch cell, kind of one inch pro company itself. This is this could offer mm-hmm. more compliant, more regulated DeFi, and this could be maybe a solution for the regulators itself, so they can go and say, okay. This wallet with this uh, NFT, uh, kind of passport NFT, did some exchange and they exchange maybe stolen yeah. money and we need to know who that is. And they can go to such of comp- to, to those companies who did this verification and can get the right information. And all these transactions are anyway transparent. So uh, this is more or less compliant, I would say. Yeah. And also people who would like to exchange with someone, they can already verify the the wallets by just checking checking the nft and say and looking okay this guy is verified then i'm fine with to exchange money with them yeah exactly it's it's crazy because the solution to make crypto and DeFi more compliant is blockchain as well so it's it's super cool to see that we can indeed have our own nft passport that lives on the blockchain uh, which we use to log into certain platforms uh, which tracks all the transactions that we do. So um, yeah, that, that, that's the first time I made that link to comply or to make uh, DeFi more compliant through blockchain itself. So that's um, that's a great use case. Yeah, if someone if someone is here hearing, <laughs> listening uh, to to that and uh, would like yeah. to spin up their own startup, just apply for a grant on one inch IO, and uh, you can get uh, first uh, hundreds of thousand dollars in Vanish tokens to, to, to build on that. And also we provide support to you and, and uh, relations to, to VCs. So feel free to start Great. to build that. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And if you apply, just let me know. I will be happy to uh, to advise or to get Vanley involved involved as well. Uh, that that's uh, that will be a great idea indeed. Sergey, um, last question before we come to the end. Um, what are the, the the best use cases, or what will be like killer apps on the market uh, on the DeFi market in the in the coming months and years? Like ideas that you maybe had or that you saw that that weren't developed yet uh, or are being developed. What are your most favorite? use cases and apps on DeFi. I, I like the idea about uh, derivatives on blockchain. So uh, they, have, they have friends. Um, this is an Opium project, for example. Uh, they uh, built uh, derivatives on blockchain, and on Ethereum blockchain. Oh, Ethereum like blockchain, they, they, they are also on Polygon. And derivatives is, is one really big, big topic which can be really huge. If you look at the centralized um, platforms, there's a lot of volume, a lot of demand uh, for for derivatives. And in the real world, uh, a derivative can can looks like the description of it can could looks like a, a book, huge book, yeah. And in a blockchain world, you have a protocol which describes everything how it works, yeah. Uh, from one side technically, and one side some some of the specific corner settings like for example ethereum like maybe call option for ethereum usdc um there are some people who who stake uh, ethereum and and selling um selling ethereum call options for specific price maybe 30 percentages uh, higher than right now yeah uh, and there are also some market makers or traders they, they need to hatch the positions yeah and they buy it, and it works fully permissionless. Yeah, and this is really huge. Also for the banks in the future, this in this um, compliant DeFi, this could be also great, be, be a good a good topic. For example, this the bank can buy option for uh, uh, euros because they hold only USD. Yeah, and to 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 avoid this uh, price difference in time. They can ju- just hedge the position by buying an option, and they they are doing this right now in the traditional world. But it's like more complex, not, uh, not kind of um, permissionless manner. Also, oil, yeah, handling oil, um, like um, trading oil um, or other um, gold, silver, um, every everywhere. Um, is 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 kind of um, uh, re- required to to have a hedge position to, to to be able to hedge it by buying call option or maybe put option, and right now we don't see a lot of traction um, in, in 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 DeFi, but it will come. Yeah, Opium is already yeah already started and uh, they are all the time sold out. They they give you twenty percentages CPY on Ethereum. Just imagine on Ethereum the twenty percentages. Yeah. Uh, of course, on a huge pump, yeah, you can, you would sell your part of your Ethereum uh, uh, to a specific price, but for some people, it's okay, you know, like just uh, to, to, to selling like in one week, thirty mm-hmm. percent uh, about the current price. Maybe it's okay for someone, and they're they're sitting um, in the, in the position and get twenty percent of the white. This is this is great. Yeah, that's that's indeed that's big. So if, if someone has an ID for this, creating derivatives on, on, on the Ethereum chain, 
uh, or with the uh, Ethereum blockchain, then uh, I imagine you can apply for a, for a grant as well. This as well, yeah. You, you, you can build uh, during this protocol. You can also join to one each network as well. If you have one uh, own team or you can just, if you're alone, you can also join the, 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 the core team as well. Um, we are about 90 people already around the globe. There are people in support. There are people wow. in kind of marketing who are working with influencers. Um, there are people um, who, who work um, regarding relationship to other projects. A lot of developers around the globe as well. Um, yeah, we have everything. And uh, everyone is welcome to join. This, this is uh, a network. This is a decentralized project. So, and everyone is a contributor. For sure, we have different reputations, yeah, and knowledge, uh, but everyone is welcome to, to participate in that and contribute as independent or just as a core, core contributor. Awesome, awesome. Um, that's indeed the Web3 way of, uh, of building projects. Great, Sergey. Before I uh, wave you out, I want to ask you one last question. Uh, one last question, sorry, is who should we invite for another family expert talk if you had to give us one name of one big brain or somebody that you admire in space um who should that be yeah uh, i would suggest uh, andre from opium uh finance uh they are building okay, uh, derivatives cool. he is a very experienced trader uh, uh she was working for hedge funds and so on and he has also great vision regarding these derivatives uh and it's still still not yet uh, kind of um got the, the right traction from our point of view in DeFi, but it will come and he's really 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 great educated experienced uh guy yeah awesome i just added him on linkedin and i will uh i will tell him that you introduced him to a Trivendi expert talks. Thank you very much, Sergey, for all your um, yeah for 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 letting us picking your brain for all your awesome visions and also for the awesome work that you do uh, with uh, with everyone in the whole network of One Inch. I hope we talk soon or meet soon in real life. Until then, I wish you a great day and a great continuation of One Inch. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Bye bye.